Welcome back. I'm so glad you're here. Each week, at least I try each week, (laughs) I want to create a follow-up episode that is short, sweet, and really just all about the ideas that you can implement from this week's longer podcast. So each week, I try to distill the episode down, the longer format episode from Tuesday, down into a couple of bullet points that I want you to take action on immediately to make a big impact in your business. I want you to take what you've learned and actually go do the thing. And I'm your host of the Efficient Advisor, Libby Grywe. I built a 100% referral-only planning practice that I grew to seven figures as a solo advisor, all while working just three days a week and taking off 14 weeks a year so that I could live a very full life outside of the office. I'm here to walk alongside you and to show you how to do exactly the same and to help you take immediate action on the most important strategies to scale, organize, and create less stress and overwhelm in your financial advisory business. We are about to transform your practice, so move over exhaustion and get out of the way, Advisor ADD. It is time to take that one right next step to build a business and a life that you love. So this week's episode was specific strategies for creating freedom through systems and processes. And we kind of did a little departure from a typical interview. Instead, this week, I played the audio from when my friend Matt Delzingaro, who is a just a really awesome wholesaler, by the way. Um, so this is just an interview that he did for me for his show, Coffee with Delzy on LinkedIn. And I love this interview because Matt is really good. He loves asking questions, right? He's one of those people who is naturally curious, which I think is one of the best traits that you can have in the professional world. And I love that he just asked tons and tons of questions. So in the beginning, I got to just give a little bit of my story and background and how you know I went from starting from scratch, building my practice, selling my practice to you know coaching advisors like I do now. But I love how Matt got very granular and asked a lot of very specific questions. So some of the ideas to implement from this episode as I think about all of the different things that we talked about was really a couple of different things. One, I talked about, you know, creating a simple client service model that you can execute consistently. Um, I'm not saying like, don't provide a lot of service, just keep your model really simple. Like don't have too many segments, have very clearly defined segments. Um, We talked about creating a simple team with very defined roles. And I gave a very specific exercise to go through to identify where in your planning practice you are scalable and then using that to determine the right roles for your practice. We also talked about building simple time-saving techniques and simple productivity into your practice to allow you to really scale and it starts with scaling yourself. And again, gave a couple of different exercises and things to do to really analyze How are you spending your time? And before you try to scale anything, are you scaling yourself? Is your team scaling themselves? Are you being effective and efficient and productive with your time? And, you know, it's funny because I mentioned in the episode how when I first started my business, I loved being an entrepreneur. I was young. I was single. I didn't have any children. I could sleep till noon and then work. And then I, and I just, I loved all of the freedom and I shied away from structure, thinking that structure would make me feel limited and structure would make me feel um, like a robot going through the motions. And 
what I found is that having a little bit of structure in your business is actually the key to allowing you to have freedom. Structure equals freedom. And I think in this episode, we kind of just walk through where advisors can start when it comes to systems and processes and how to have an outside source. So Matt asked me a couple of questions like, hey, when you go into a practice and you're working with advisors and coaching them, like, do you look at their practice and go, oh my gosh, it's a hot mess, blah, 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 blah. Or do they come to you with, with, <laughs> with questions or specific processes that they want to work on? And, you know, and I, and I shared that it's, so much easier from the outside looking in. So it can kind of go either way. A lot of advisors go, okay, I know what lives in my head and I know what I need to get on paper and I know what I need to start having other people do. It's just a matter of pushing them, giving them the templates, giving them the guidance, um, speaking into that process and saying, you know, here's something you can automate. Here's something you can delegate. Here's something you can delete. And here's something you can streamline. Um, but I, I, I likened it to like when ha- you have a friend who's sharing about like a relationship and you're like, ee, from the outside looking in, I can see all the red flags, sister. Um, same thing with a business, right? So a coach or an outside person or somebody else on your team, even it doesn't have to be someone that you pay or hire. It could be a mastermind. It could be whatever. Having somebody else speak into your business a little bit and take a look at things from a 10,000 foot level. And then help you drill that down into a thousand foot level into the actual like, you know, soup to nuts, nuts and bolts of the process. So anyway, those are some of the action items from this week's episode, doing some of the, um, activities that we talked about in the episode, some of the exercises, some of the time where you as your an advisor and the CEO of your practice need to sit down and work on the business and going through those motions will really help inform a lot of the different ways that you can be more strategic and more proactive in the future. So I hope you guys found this episode helpful. I also referenced um, the 37 point tax checklist. So now that we're kind of in the throes of tax season, collecting returns, whether it's, um, you know, now, later in the year, whenever, and having a actual system or a process that you can run tax returns through. So my friend, Stephen Jarvis, who was a guest on the podcast, um, we were talking about getting tax returns and what the heck do you actually do with them (laughs) once you have them? And how do you use these tax returns to add a lot of value to your clients. So Stephen has shared his 37 point tax checklist for 37 bucks. It's, I mean, previously you had to be a member of his RTS program to get it. And I just think it's a really cool idea. Um, I'll link that episode in the show notes. I also link the, um, link to grab his 37 point checklist. And I mean, it's, first of all, it's 37 bucks. Second of all, this is something that you can do you know, and I want to provide this as a resource to you guys, but this is something that you can do as a value add or as a theme in your business. You can make a point of collecting all of your clients' tax returns after they've filed, and then later in the year coming back to them and saying, hey, here's what we actually did with those. We ran them through the 37-point checklist, and um, here's a couple of different ideas that we have for you as ways to... Um, save more efficiently for retirement as ways to save money now. Uh, Here's all the things that we did. Hey, we didn't see anything that was like earth shattering, but here's all of the things that we did and looked for for you. You know, again, reminding clients of the value that you provide to them between meetings. 
And if you use the link when you when you purchase the checklist, if you forward me the receipt, I will send you my 15 point checklist. So I know I was joking in the last episode that it's like, you know, eight minute abs and then someone comes out with seven minute abs. So we had a 15 point checklist that I used in my practice. And I actually have a few different things on mine than Steven's. So, um, I'll give you both. So if you buy Steven's forward me your receipt and I will go ahead and I will send you my 15 point checklist as well. So I hope that's super duper valuable for you guys and something you can think about here in 2023 as a way to incorporate more themes, more value adds. You know, that's one of the biggest questions I get when I'm coaching advisors is how do I add more value to our clients? How do I, you know, separate myself from being a commodity, you know, all the other advisors on the same street? How do I stand out from the rest? And through themes, and I've got tons and tons of episodes on themes and value ads, but through themes and value ads are one of the easiest, most strategic ways that you can thoughtfully be proactive and plan for that you can add value to your clients. So anyways, I hope you found this week's episode really helpful. Check out all of the links in the show notes, and I'd love for you to join us out in the Efficient Advisor community on Facebook. Thanks so much, and I hope you guys have an amazing weekend.